0: Dot Bubble Audio. Hi and welcome to Read Up, the podcast where we talk about books intellectually and stuff. I'm your host Tim and welcome to my new podcast from Thought Bubble Audio. Before we start, just a little bit of a background on the show. This came—the show came about really because I—I I go through so many books a year, um, whether it's audiobooks in the car dri- on my long commute back and forth from work, or reading for pleasure on my own time, or for work itself. I just go through so many books that I, I, it felt like I should just, you know, have a venue to talk about them. You know, for the podcast because. Uh, Frank, the co host of Beer with Geeks and Supergirl TV Talk with myself, where books are not really something that we share in common. Um, but it is a big part of the Thought Bubble audio brand. And so here I am. We're going to talk about books. First up on the book tour, uh, we're going to be looking at Pet Cemetery by Stephen King. Pet Cemetery, I just finished recently. Uh, and with the movie recently, re- recently out, I thought that this would be a good place to start so Pet Cemetery by Stephen King is obviously hailed as one of Stephen King's most terrifying novels. And I was a tad trepidatious to read Pet Cemetery because I personally am a scaredy cat, uh, which is a slight story pun. I'm looking at you, Winston Churchill the cat. Yet, I'm I'm really glad that I did. I recently heard somebody describe Stephen King's style as awkward horror. I'm going to say that again. Awkward horror. Not that the writing itself is awkward. He's an excellent writer. But the tension that you feel is that of an uncomfortability, kind of a, pers- a pervasive awkwardness, because everything is normal, yet not. Expectations are constantly in flux. Pet Cemetery's main character, Dr. Lewis Creed, is a man who wants to do the right thing. He wants to do the right thing by his family. Not unlike Jack Torrance in The Shining, another Stephen King story involving Indian burial Grounds, even without ever suffering the type of trauma that is inflicted upon the Creed family in Pet Cemetery, Lewis is relatable to the audience because of his tenacity to ignore the obvious in the face of grief. That's what makes him so compelling. Lewis does not believe in an afterlife for the soul because he's a doctor and he sees so much death in his time, in his professional career, that he just, he's a little too mechanical and earthbound in his beliefs, but he comes to believe that there is a life after death for the body or by the body. It's an interesting distinction and not normally how we would associate the afterlife or even resurrection. His wife, Rachel, who has a fear of death, Uh, because of the death of her sister when she was much younger and holds a a strong belief in life after that death Uh, ends up marrying a doctor. She marries Lewis before the book begins. And so whether consciously or subconsciously, Rachel feels as though she is protected from death because of the career of her husband. And then to continue on this character spin, we have Judd Crandall, the neighbor of the creeds up in Maine and he is kind of the spin on the old wise man the elder of the town listen to what Judd has to say he's been there forever he's been and he potentially has sage wisdom you know normally the the town wise man the elder doles out sage wisdom you know Judd supposes that you know sometimes dead is better as he says in the story but he willingly breaks that very piece of advice for Lewis when their son Gage is killed, along with others, kind of giving advice in the story. There's the ghost of Victor Pascal, who is one of the one of the first victims of the book. Uh, he is hit by hit by a car in the story, and judge, and in uh, Lewis tries to save his life. You know, and Victor kind of comes back as this ghostly apparition to warn Lewis of the future of what's of what's coming down his path. And in some ways he is not unlike Jacob Marley of a Christmas Carol when he comes back from beyond the grave to hunt and warn the Creed family about the path of self-destruction that they are on. He starts with Lewis and kind of works his way through the family, but nothing can stop Lewis because he has this blind spot for in some ways, the obvious, as many characters do in horror stories, Winston Churchill, who I alluded to before uh, is the is the the pet, the cat of the family who they go by church, and church kind of holds onto the tradition of kings. Use of ironic symbols because Lewis does not believe in a higher power yet he allows his daughter to call her cat church and you know you know it's short they say it 's short for Winston Churchill, but if we take that the Christian meaning of the word or the religious root you know of of what we what church is then it's a place where In terms of of, uh, Christian denomination or Catholicism, this is a place where the the resurrection of Jesus is celebrated. The body is rising from the dead. And even to utilize King's paraphrase of the Bible in the story, Lazarus come forth. You know, the body comes back. As a double irony, Winston Churchill is associated with the bulldog, not a cat, Winston Churchill, the person associated with a bulldog. This idea of everything is not quite what it like King, you know, with, with church tells his audience, things are never as they appear, or at least your expectations will be subverted in some ways. And of course, church, you know, the place where, you know, we celebrate the, the resurrection of Christ or the, even the resurrection of Lazarus in some way. You know, a church is the first to come back to be resurrected in you know, that Christian symbol walking down towards the creed family. You know, creed is also something that, you know, you would say as a statement of belief, I believe these things, this is my creed. And so Lewis believes ardently there is no afterlife yet and continues to act as though there is and comes to believe that there is of his, of by his own actions You know, King uses the motif of dirt to symbolize life and death at the same time. You know, dirt is where life sprouts from, where plants and trees come from. You know, life grows every spring and dies every fall and winter. But it's also where we bury our dead. And to King and the characters in Pet Sematary, sometimes dead dead. Is better. Pet Sematary, whether it be the book or any of the film adaptations, is a terrifying story, not just for the jump scares or the gore or the sense of dread that pervades every corner of the narrative, but kind of like The Exorcist, Pet Sematary is scary if you ask yourself the question, what if this was me? What would I do in this situation? You have been listening to read up the podcast where we talk about books intellectually and stuff. You can find read up on Twitter at read up podcast and the host at Timothy PG 13 rate and review read up on iTunes and listen on any place. Podcasts can be found head over to patreoncom slash thought bubble audio to support all of your favorite thought bubble audio podcasts. You can find all of the thought bubble audio programs at ThoughtBubbleAudio.com. until next time. Have a good read.